Podcast Movement Sessions is sponsored by Storyblocks. For more information, visit storyblocks.com slash podcast movement. I'm amazed at the enormity of this year's show. There's so many people here, it's crazy. <laughs> it's really inspiring to come here and like be in the same room as everyone. Ted Woods here. Thank you for listening to Podcast Movement Sessions. We're looking back on some of the most important conversations that went down on stage and backstage at Podcast Movement. This season, a deep dive into PM19's society, culture, and advocacy track. We sat down with some of the biggest names in the space to discuss the evolution of podcasting, the power empathy has in connecting with audiences and guests, and how diverse creators are turning to podcasts to have their voices heard. This is episode six. If you're just joining us now, don't forget to listen to the first five episodes of this season for a full picture of Podcast Movement 2019. Today. Why is it important that we even discuss this topic around women of color and diversity in the space? Women of color continue to pave their own path in the podcasting community. We'll shine our podcast movement session spotlight on PM19's Disrupting Spaces panel, featuring my conversation with moderator Tangia Renee Estrada. In my everyday life, I go to the store, I go to the post office, I go to wherever I go, and there are other people of color there. So I'm not the other only one. Plus, why prominent podcasters want more underrepresented voices to join the space, and how they're doing their part to advance inclusion in the evolving medium. Something I care deeply about is representation in media. The ability for podcasting to be an agent for change is just phenomenal. In episode three of this season, we covered the unique qualities of our podcast community. One of the voices you heard in that episode was Aaliyah Tavakolian, co-founder and chief content officer of Spoke Media. Backstage at Podcast Movement, Aaliyah detailed how she's utilizing her position of power in the podcasting space to encourage representation for diverse voices. Something I care deeply about is representation in media. As a woman of color, uh, I remember what it felt like the first time I saw myself represented on television and like saw my experience of coming from an immigrant family represented on television. And I know that um, that's incredibly important to me. And like the, the moment I felt validated as a human and like felt like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. Like I, there's a place for me in the world. Um, and people like me with my experience. And so I'm excited to provide that for people. I'm excited to, as a decision maker, to help, you know, bring stories like that to the forefront, bring stories of women, of immigrants, of queer people, um, people of color. I, I think, you know, without those stories, like, we have a pretty uninteresting mediascape. And so I'm excited to diversify as much as possible. At the time of this taping, Apple Podcast currently hosts over 800,000 unique shows. As content continues to boom, diverse creators have learned that podcasting provides a distinct opportunity to let their voices be heard. One common reason cited for this boom, the low barrier of entry. Once again, Chief Content Officer for Spoke Media, Aliyah Tavakolian. Podcasting is such a great medium for people to get their voices out into the world because, uh, you know, there sort of is a low barrier to entry, right? Like, I don't want that to me. I don't. I don't want that to sound rude in the 
it's clearly hard to make a good podcast, right? Or else everybody would be making hit podcasts. But uh, people can do it. You can make something and upload it and people might listen. And that's really exciting. Um, but I, I love what I'm seeing right now in kind of a lot of different corners of the podcast world. You're seeing um, shows that are not about minority issues uh, hosted by minorities. Like, I'm delighted when I see a tech show hosted by a woman or a queer person or a person of color. I'm excited when we when I see shows that don't have anything to do with, you know, the backgrounds or the history of these marginalized people um, hosted by marginalized people. Like, that's great. That means we're making some strides, I think. And so that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about, you know, creating shows about people of color. They're not about civil rights that are just about you know, nerd that are about D and D that are about insert, you know, thing here. I just, I want to normalize those things more. Podcast movements, society, culture, and advocacy track was designed to showcase the diverse voices who have found an audience through podcasting backstage at PM 19 podcast advocate, Elsie Escobar spoke with me about sharing the stage with fellow Disrupting Spaces panelists as they examined how women of color use podcasting to be seen, be heard, and reclaim space. The level of wisdom that this community has and the ability for podcasting to be an agent for change is just phenomenal. And being on stage with these women who have, I think, one of the, the biggest things that I find from this is like this multidimensional, very nuanced and layered understanding of the world, simply because of where we come from, right? Like women of color have historically gone through so many different interesting and challenging and expanding and complex and resilient situations, no, not just in the United States, but globally through so many different layers. But our willingness to connect as a community and to continue to uplift each other is just such an amazing, amazing thing. My hope is to be able to have these voices in positions of leadership, uh, to be part of the conversation where there is a sense of, uh, and when I say power, it's not that we're not powerful individually, but in the state of the industry, we don't have as much power as the larger, more, you know, legacy models that have been around, the larger companies that have been around that seem to still leverage a lot of power. And with that comes, you know, the economic power, which seems to be driving a lot of these conversations as well. I understand that. I, I see it. Uh, but I challenge it because I think that the people, if you will, in podcasting also have a lot of power. We'll shine our spotlight on PM19's Disrupting Spaces panel when Podcast Movement Sessions returns next. Podcast Movement Sessions is sponsored by Storyblocks. If you've ever been in need of a quick soundbite, B-roll clip, template, or graphic, you've got to check out Storyblocks. All the music and sound effects you hear in this episode came directly from Storyblocks. I've been producing podcasts for several years and oft times finding that perfect music clip or sound effect can be really tough 
especially when you're on a budget. Clients bring feedback to you that changes major aspects of a show. And you know what? We don't always have the time we need to go back into the studio and re-record a piece of music or SFX. And that, my friends, is where Storyblocks comes in. Whether you're working on a podcast like me or a video series of any size, you'll immediately have access to an unlimited library over 1 million assets strong. Anything from Storyblocks' massive library of high-quality footage, After Effects templates, music, illustrations, and sound effects is yours to download with their unlimited all-access plan. Use your downloaded content anywhere, including on YouTube. All content is royalty-free for commercial and personal use. Stay on budget while telling the best version of your story with flexible subscription plans that scale to meet your needs. And best yet, Storyblocks is always adding new content and making regular product updates to give you the best experience possible. To learn more, head to storyblocks.com slash podcast movement. That's storyblocks.com slash podcast movement. We were at Philly last year, and this feels like a whole other monster compared to Philadelphia. Absolutely. I mean, I've been doing this. I've been coming every year. So this is year six, I guess, for me. And holy monkeys, even from last year, I mean, it seemed like it has absolutely triple-sized itself. Did you see the puppies over there? I'm a little worried about the puppies. (laughs) A lot of people handling those puppies. (laughs) Is this your first time at Podcast Movement? Yes. How are you enjoying yourself at the conference? There's a lot of stuff to take in here. So on one aspect, it's a little bit overwhelming. So I'm trying to pace myself because it's so much good information. And it's just all floating in my head right now. And I don't know what to do with it yet. Um, And so many dynamic people, very welcoming people. Um, It's been really great so far. My name is Tangia Renee Estrada. And I am the host of That's What She Did Podcasts. Without further ado, let's go to the podcast movement stage. Here's how Lipstick and Vinyl CEO Allison Marino welcomed the crowd into the society, culture, and advocacy tracks, Disrupting Spaces panel. Welcome to the after lunch session. I'm Allison Marino, and I'm the founder of the Lipstick and Vinyl Podcast Network. We are a network that supports female voices, both in the shows that we sell advertising in and in the shows that we make. So we're really, really honored to present this track in the conference and specifically this panel. And uh, thank you for being here. I'm going to turn it over to Tangia. Thank you. Welcome to Disrupting Spaces. Today we're having a conversation with some dynamic women in the podcasting space and different... Tangia Renee Estrada's bio describes her as, quote, a speaker, digital content creator, coach, and multi-passionate businesswoman. She both organized and moderated the Disrupting Spaces panel and was kind enough to sit down with me afterwards for a quick debrief. Yeah, I think it went really well. Turnout was good. I mean, it was pretty much a full full house. So we appreciated that. And there was a lot of engagement. I think it was an important conversation. So people were really engaged in what everyone was saying and had really great thoughtful questions. I wanted to have this panel today because about a year ago now this month. Backstage at Podcast Movement, Tangia told me about the inspiration behind putting the panel together. The inspiration for the panel came 
recently because I did something similar in Denver a little over a year ago now, but right about a year ago. Um, where I collaborated locally with House of Pod and said, I think there needs to be this panel on what the opportunities are in, in podcasting, but specifically targeting women of color. We expected about 20, maybe 30 on the high side of women to show up. And what we had were 115 women. We had standing room only. We absolutely had no space. And I knew that we had hit on something that... Even it was sort of a podcasting 101 style, like why you should be involved in podcasting and the stats around podcasting. And what I realized from that discussion is that um, women really wanted to know more and they were really looking to create a space specifically for women of color and their audiences. So far, several of you have touched on how podcasting is this decentralized space. You don't have to wait on anybody. There's very There's no gatekeepers. You can just get going and create a community and move that community forward. But that said, if it's so decentralized, then why is it important that we even discuss this topic around women of color and diversity in the space? Is it simply enough to encourage more women of color or those who are on the fringes to create podcasts themselves? Yeah, I think I think it's unfortunate that it's not it's never enough to just tell someone to go make a podcast that does come with a hand of like activism like by default just because we are women of color just because we are women but like just baseline there's a there's an element of well you have a podcast now you're an activist as well <laughs> uh, so uh and i think there's a lot of power in that there's also a lot of pressure to make sure you're doing everything correct ethnically ambiguous co-host shireen lani yunez was joined on stage by She Podcast co-founder Elsie Escobar, story and talent coordinator for AIR Jeanette Woods, Robin Kinney, president of Motor City Woman Studios, and Michelle Washington, host of the Michelle is Money Hungry podcast. Michelle pointed to an imminent tipping point that could further democratize the podcasting space. I want to talk about a tipping point. I think that as more and more people feel empowered to, to communicate with their audiences or communicate a, a thoughtful thing that they care about or communicate about an issue, there's going to be a moment where there's so many more voices that's going to balance out the other stuff to a certain degree, like not having access. Why? Because we'll create our own systems, places like the Woke Podcasting Group, like She Podcast, because we get tired of waiting and we have to also serve the needs of the people in our community. Like there's, it's just a natural progression. The Disrupting Spaces panelists had a wide ranging view on the podcasting space and their positions in it. So I asked moderator Tangia Renee Estrada about the process that went into bringing this diverse group together. Assembling the panel, I really wanted women that were not just hosts. Um, women that could represent different facets of podcasting. So like Robin and a couple of the other panelists aren't necessarily hosts. They have hosted podcasts in the past, but they're really more behind the scenes or in broadcasting. Like Jeanette specifically has a background in, in a broadcasting media. And so I wanted to bring those different elements of creators and the more technical piece and broadcasting together because I think they all have something to add to the conversation and they're able to approach it from a different angle. For panelist Robin Kinney, president of Motor City Woman and Audio Engineers of Detroit, 
It's of utmost importance to educate women of color not only about podcast production, but also podcast monetization. Because, unfortunately, not everyone will be able to dedicate their time and energy to podcasting for free. In Detroit, one thing that we were really intentional about was not only creating opportunity via podcast for women of color to launch a podcast, but we also look on the other side of the podcast arm, the producing side. So the audio engineering, the the editing. So, you know, we launched the Detroit chapter of Sound Girls, which didn't have a presence in the um, in the state at the time so that we can also learn how to to mix how to edit so you can be all inclusive there's also a conversation needs to be had when it comes to monetization because we can all you know talk about it but eventually if you have a full-time job you're like okay so what are we you know what am i doing here is this all for naught if that's you know your goal is to support the podcast with money you know how do you get it beyond your group so that you know you're really able to reach a larger audience but in a lot of cases you need money to do that Mm -hmm. one of the stated goals behind pm19's disrupting spaces panel was to define the quote larger role beyond hosting individual podcasts that people of color play in the podcasting world when we spoke backstage at Podcast Movement, moderator Tangia Renee Estrada described her initial perceptions of the white male-dominated space. What I noticed immediately when I came into the space was that it's largely male and it's largely white. And that was strange to me, although not unexpected. It's strange because I am a person of color and so I interact with people of color all the time. (laughs) Like, it's just part of my life. I don't have to think about it. I know that um, our mainstream society is largely white male dominated. It's just the way our society is set up. So it's not unexpected that that's the way that it would be. But I came in initially being like, why aren't there more people like me here? I don't understand that. Like, in my everyday life, I go to the store, I go to the post office, I go to wherever I go, and there are other people of color there. So I'm not the other only one. Um, I think the industry itself was welcoming to me, but we still are in this space um, where overall it's largely male and white. On stage at Podcast Movement, Disrupting Spaces moderator Tangia Renee Estrada posed this question to the panel about doing your part to help empower marginalized voices in the podcasting space. So beyond what we've talked about today, what is one or two things that you all individually see that we can all do to empower more marginalized voices in the space and really truly push this space to be diverse and inclusive and equitable? I have a super quick tip, which someone told me at a conference. Every woman here with a podcast that you've talked to or on the stage, go find them, subscribe, whatever. Could do it now. Just go on your phone and do it. I agree with that. Support, you know, other women of color, podcasters, podcasting group, Facebook groups, become a member. 
um, connect with other people who may have a product or service that you need for your podcast. So not just a front facing person, but, you know, someone that maybe is I keep talking about on the on the tech side, on the editing side. Who can I support that's great at editing podcasts as another woman of color so that, you know, I know that my dollars are going to another woman of color. Tangia Renee Estrada assembled the Disrupting Spaces panel. When we spoke backstage at Podcast Movement, I asked Tangia if she thought of herself as a mentor for podcasters of color. No, I don't think I think of myself as being a mentor at all. I think I'm just um, trying to be as welcoming as I possibly can because when you come into anything new, you have a learning curve and it can be scary and isolating and all of those things, right? You might be experiencing imposter syndrome to some extent. Um, But when you come into something new, it's really helpful to have somebody that's like, hey, If I can support you in any way, just let me support you. I think I'm just trying to be as supportive as I can be because I do want to see the industry grow overall. I see the value in it. But I also want to make sure that I'm supporting other women like me, these quote unquote voices from the margins to create something incredible. Another recurring theme of the Disrupting Spaces panel was finding ways to be palatable to a wider audience while maintaining one's authenticity. And I just love how Jeanette Woods and Michelle Jackson beautifully closed out the panel as they answered this question from the audience. My question is, how do you balance being palatable to those audiences uh, while still being authentic and true to your content? I don't think you try to be palatable. (laughs) I think you have a great voice and you want to know what you want to do and you do it. Um... Folks often forget that, you know, like, black culture is culture, you know? Latino culture is culture. Gay culture is culture. Like, it is, it's culture. It's everywhere. And I think that it's easy to not see that, but it is. You know, like, when you think, I used to do a show on hip-hop culture, and the host always said, you know, it's culture. It's American culture. There are guys who are wearing baggy pants in, in the suburbs of, you know, Kenosha, and they don't know why. Um, so I think you just do what you want, and you know, listeners listen, allies listen, whether they're allies or not. If they're if you're doing music and they're interested, they'll listen. If you're if it's something about women and relationships, you know, women of all ethnicities and cultures will listen because you're hitting on the universal. And by the way. Um as a content creator, period, I don't care who you're creating content, who, who you are, whatever, you're going to repel and attract people. It is not your job to make them comfortable. It's your job to connect with the people that your message is for. So there are people who like me and people who don't. I really don't care. Am I serving the people that I'm supposed to? Yes. And I keep on rolling and make my money. That's all I mean. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I am not going to own that. And I think that I want people to stop owning other people's feelings. I don't. I'm going to go hiking and I'm going to, you know how weird it is to exist in the world as a black woman from Colorado? You know what I mean? Like, thank you. So, I'm just trying to roll me in. No, I'm not doing it. See? She can be uncomfortable. I'm okay with that. She knows I'm messing with her. I'm not so, uncomfortable. I'm just trying to respect everyone's time. No, they're, they're still here. I'm reclaiming my time, okay? I'm reclaiming my time. Thank you all so much for attending. I hope that was great. 
Thank you so much for your time today. Thank and you. Uh, thanks for joining us on Podcast Movement Sessions. Wonderful, thanks. All season long on Podcast Movement Sessions, we've been looking back at PM19's Society, Culture, and Advocacy track. Speakers and attendees alike were encouraged to utilize this space to address some of the most difficult but also most important topics head on. When we caught up backstage at Podcast Movement, I asked co-founder Jared Easley about developing the society, culture, and advocacy track. Yeah, much I'd love to take some credit. I really can't. I mean, this was an idea that was extended to us by members of our community. They had different topics on their heart and on their mind that they wanted to convey that are relevant in podcasting, and yet the different tracks that we were offering at the time uh, weren't the best fit for those types of sessions. And so in getting that feedback, that valuable feedback, I know Elsie Escobar uh, was a huge uh, advocate for that, and there were several others, but they said, hey, let's uh, consider maybe having a place where these conversations can happen. And as podcast movement continues to grow and evolve, we want to have a true community and we want to have a place where people do feel they can, uh, that, that, that they're safe and that they can talk about these things. And so, we, yeah, the feedback's been fantastic and we have no intentions of uh, cutting that back at all. We want to continue to have places and, and tracks and uh, different sessions where everybody can talk about the different things that matter. And, and that track specifically is, is tailored for those types of talks. Jared credits the podcast community for inspiring the society, culture, and advocacy track, but it took a special group of like-minded creators to really pull it off at PM19, including Lipstick and Vinyl Podcast Network founder, Allison Marino. Tell me about getting involved with Podcast Movement. Well, it's really something that we're very proud of and uh, hope to, you know, we're, we're like a a small fish that's trying to look bigger. <laughs> and so, so, but anyway, so when I looked to see what, you know, kinds of sponsorship opportunities were available here, the one track that was not sponsored was the society culture and advocacy track. And it's so in line with what our mission is about amplifying the voices of the underrepresented females um, in particular. It just seemed to really fit with our brand. And so, it feels really good to be providing a stage for speakers that otherwise wouldn't have an appropriate stage to speak on. That's the cool part. Lipstick and Vinyl sponsored the Society Culture and Advocacy track, a fairly straightforward partnership given their mission statement, we live to give voice to the underrepresented. We see a future of media that is a true reflection of people who live in our society. Through podcasting, we amplify new voices People like people who sound like them. The big companies are all run by men, and it's a lot more of the same. Podcasting is still young. 26% of people listen every week, 26% of uh, the United States. And so it's like this big open space where we still have the chance to define and develop what the medium becomes. And so to me, that's an opportunity to have better representation. Like there's room for it here and it's really cool to be part of shaping a whole new media. Like it's not often in a career that you get to be part of that. We're all kind of figuring it out together. On the next episode of Podcast Movement Sessions. 
I think um, it's allowing people to see that like queer is a culture, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll speak with top creators from the LGBTQ plus community about how they have utilized podcasting as a space for outreach and a sharing of culture. We were always like, there's been like 20 Marvel movies and zero of them have been gay. Yeah, like, <laughs> Just Doctor Strange, hello. <laughs> Doctor Strange yeah. is a gay actor. Yeah. Um, Plus, we'll shine our podcast movement session spotlight on the waypoints connecting gay future to gay history. I'm just consistently surprised by how little knowledge there is out there about queer history. Make sure you subscribe to Podcast Movement Sessions right now wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen, you can find us. Just search Podcast Movement Sessions and hit subscribe. New episodes are coming your way every Friday morning, all season long. Find Podcast Movement everywhere you social media. We're at Podcast Movement on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And remember, tickets are on sale now for Podcast Movement 2020 in Dallas and Podcast Movement Evolutions coming to Los Angeles this February. All interviews and sessions for this podcast were recorded at PM19 in Orlando. Podcast Movement is the must-attend event of the year for podcasters big and small. Meet like-minded creators, check out the latest trends in content and tech, speak with some of the biggest companies in the space, and maybe even record a podcast episode or two for yourself. Find all the information you need at podcastmovement.com. Until next time, I'm Ted Woods. Find me on Instagram. I'm at Ted Woods. And thank you so much for listening to Podcast Movement Sessions.